You're tuned in to the ETPU Sportsnet, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. Folks, last season was a tough one. It was strange. It was bizarre. It was a series of unfortunate circumstances that tested us not only as people, but also believers in the Word of God. But you know what I say? 2020 is dead! D-E-A-D! When we are here for the first Texas Tiger podcast in the year of 2021! Yay! Hooray! The crowd's going wild. Everybody's excited because, folks, we are back here on the lovely Tiger Den Studios and ETBU, and we want to give a very, very special welcome to you all. We hope you enjoyed your New Year's and your holiday break, but, folks... It's back to serious business. And as always, we cannot forget our lovely, wonderful host. I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Klein, by the way. And as always, joined by Mark T. Robinson. Mark, how are you feeling? I know it's been a long time. I know we've wanted to get back to our viewers and listeners to talking about ETB Sports because a lot has been going on since then. But first off, how are you feeling? Well, we made it, Kenny. Like you said, 2020 is no more. 2021 is where it's at. And I can't wait to dive into uh, a lot of things that we got on the menu here today. A lot of sports. It is going to be a busy spring, and that's putting it mildly, I feel like. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be a lot of sports going on here, and it's going to get even more crazier as the months go on. But first and foremost, let's give you a quick recap of things that have been going on. We begin with the hottest team in all of, bas- in all of ETBU sports right now, the 10-0 East Texas Baptist University women's basketball team, their best start in program history, picking up two wins over conference play against McMurray University and Hardin-Simmons University. And ETBU has definitely been lighting things up. Coach Blake Arbogast certainly has his girls on the right track. They're off to a tremendous start. I mean, I tell you what, Mark, I cannot imagine myself saying that at this point ETBU would win their first 10 games, which is set a new program record, in Blake Arbogast's first year as head coach. Not that I didn't think they would be a good team. They just went beyond my wildest expectations. They definitely have set themselves up to be a strong contender for the American Southwest Conference so far, especially with the fact that they only have had a few returners from last year's team, but a lot of newcomers that have contributed to this incredible start. And these newcomers have uh, tremendous talent. And a lot of them have su- such great feel for the game they, they play a lot of these you know first and second year players that they've gotten they play as if they've been already playing for three or four years so they are ready to go they have completely bought in to what head coach Blake Arbogast is trying to instill in this team right now and I don't see any other team uh knocking them off the throne anytime soon where they are right now and I am excited to see how they finish out uh, of course, and looking at the stats overall for this team, they're averaging 76 points per game, and they're holding their, op- their opponents to 53.7 points per game. Very impressive through the first 10. But I like what he- what head coach Blake Arbogast has said so far. He says, we just look to go 1-0 each day, each week, keeping everything in perspective 
that's the mark of a great head coach, and he's off to a pretty solid start right now. Absolutely. But just when it seems like we keep talking about the start, we are always reminded of the tough test that comes up, and this week will prove to be some tough tests as the Tigers, of course, are going back on the road. Thursday night, they're taking on the University of Texas Dallas Commons, who have often been the standard of the American Southwest Conference East Division, winners of the division the last couple of years, and have always been in the hunt to not only win the conference tournament, but also reach the NCAA tournament as well. So the Tigers will take them on this Thursday night at 5.30 p.m. And then on Saturday, they travel to Arkansas, Clarksville, Arkansas, to take on the University of Ozarks at 1 p.m. as well. So obviously, conference games are starting up, and I think the Tigers will know that every conference game will be a challenge. And hopefully, the women's team will continue to get the ball rolling and just pick up a couple more wins this week. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to seeing them uh, go back on the road again. But UCD is going to be a tough test. They are uh, coming in not playing as many games as ETBU. So that is something that they've kind of got, you know, a little bit of a leg up on most teams in the conference. But they're always a tough out nonetheless. Like you said, over the last several years, they've been in championship contention, uh, winning it in 2019. So they are definitely no stranger to facing off against this ETBU Tiger squad. But like you said, this team has exceeded expectations to I don't I don't I don't know if you could have asked for or thought of a better start to the season than this. Ten and I mean, how many teams in the entire country at this point uh are still undefeated? I can't even imagine that myself. I mean it's so insane that we're thinking about it as well. But while the women's team are off to the great start the men's basketball team, well, let's just say they're still trying to figure things out, obviously. They've had a couple of great games recently, but it's been sort of the luck of the draw. One game would be a close win, the next game would be a tough loss as well. Uh, they started their conference season, and they split their games last week. They picked up a win against McMurray University, a pretty close win, 77-72. But they dropped a heartbreaker to Harden-Simmons last Saturday, 84-83. So as it stands right now, ETPU's men's team, is currently six and four overall, but one and one in conference play. There's still plenty of time for them to get going and get a run in because they got a lot of conference games as well. Now, they only have one conference game this week. The reason, of course, is that their game against UT Dallas that was supposed to be playing on Thursday was postponed due to COVID-19 situations, which obviously we all know will play into play into effect for this upcoming season as well. But they will be playing a game on Saturday against the University of Ozarks. However, they also have a game with the University of North Texas Dallas Trailblazers uh, Wednesday night at uh, 7 p.m. as well. So definitely nice to see Coach Lovell getting two games in just to get his team real better as well. And Mark, you know, this team, obviously, we know how capable they they are that they can be. They've shown great spurts of it through the games as well. It's just a matter of trying to figure it out how to get them to keep that up for all 40 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they, they play at a a breakneck pace, and recently they've they've come across a you know a few setbacks here and there. But again, that's expected when you you have a new team, a new coaching staff, and things like that. But the encouraging thing is that they got some big plays from their bench, and one of the players that I think is really stepping up for them right now is uh, uh Demar Cody Hunter. He has done a fantastic job of coming in, providing some toughness hitting some timely shots, making timely plays. I think keeping him in the rotation along with, you know, Logan Blow, the Jaden Connors on the squad as well, 
you know, I think that's going to only push this team further into the level that they want to be. And taking this break from conference play, it's challenging from a mental standpoint is you're used to going up against, you know, conference opponents and things like that. But taking this break to adjust to a new team on the fly, a team that, by the way, plays pretty much their similar style of basketball. So that's going to be a challenge to see what spots you as a team can get better at, how can you continue to improve. So it's going to be like looking in a mirror almost, I feel like, in this matchup. And I'm scared about that, to say the least, considering that they're both similar teams as well. So it should be an interesting matchup. The game does count towards the record, but not towards the conference record, which is the biggest key for ETBU if they want to go on a run. And speaking of going on a run, guess who's going to get their start this weekend? Is it going to be golf? Mm, close, although I think golf's already had a couple of matches in uh, the fall. They'll get back later in spring. But Mark, Our bowling team. Now, when have we ever had a bowling hey, team? it's coming. I'm calling we it should, right now. Well, first we need to get a bowling alley, but I'm sure Dr. Blackburn and the Marshall community will figure out a way to get a bowling team as well. But no, Mark, I'm talking about cross country. Ah, I see what you did there. Bowling on a run. That's interesting. The bowling ball is going on a run, not... not um, you know, but anyways, folks, cross country, they're da- heading down to Austin to take part in Concordia's meet for their first meet of the season as well. Good to see Coach Prather finally getting her students or athletes on both the men's and women's side their first opportunity to run. I know it's going to be kind of unique considering that you're running pretty much in temperatures that might not be accustomed to running in at all the time because usually you run in the fall where it's still a little bit hot and it transitions into chilly weather. But this obviously being a Feb- or January where it's still kind of cold, that's definitely going to be first and definitely going to be a unique experience for them. Yeah. One of the things one of their athletes was talking about is, you know, this is the first time that they've ever had a cross-country meet, you know, or a cross-country season, you know, this late and in the second half of the season – like you said, it's still cold outside. Your body is going to have to adjust to that. You know, you run track where at the start, it's, you know, it's kind of cold. So you're kind of used to that part of it. But cross country, a little bit different, a little bit longer distances, a little bit more uh, spread out. You're actually out there in the elements on a, on a actual track. You know, it's a little bit different, but out there, uh, on the trails, it's going to be a test uh, for the body for sure. And I know that a lot of players are going to have to make adjustments for that, really take care of themselves a little bit better. But we're going to get more into uh, what Coach Prather had to say about her team uh, further down the road. That's a little tease for our uh, uh, juicy comments. But I'm looking forward to finally seeing this team getting out there. There's a lot of expectations as to what they're going to do, especially as far as track is concerned. So, They'll get their first test this weekend in Austin, Texas. Absolutely, indeed. Well, that's going to wrap things up for the opening of this first episode of 2021. want to remind you folks that we got a lot of sports going on. So women's basketball, men's basketball, they have two games this weekend. And, of course, cross country has a run as well. All right, folks, stick around. Our next interview or our next segment will be an interview with one of the members of the ETB men's basketball team as well. And folks, this guy is a must talk and must listen to because he made the highlight reel on Sports Center, believe it or not, on top 10 plays. Number one, I might add, 
with some with a play that's so remarkable. So we'll have him on the next time, and then we'll get to the juicy comments from Mark T. Robinson as well. So, folks, stay tuned. We will be right back for that segment. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa. And two slices of pepper jack cheese. Because, of course, that's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time Pico de Gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. You know, Mark, I was just thinking, we've been pros at this for quite a long time. You know what I think? Yes, we have. What are you thinking? I think we need a second podcast. I think we need to uh, have a podcast where we can just talk about sports. We'll give like some unpopular opinions, maybe give out a top five or so. I might Uh, teach some students about history and everything. And just so we comply, just so we care about what's going on in this world, all the injustice in this world, I'll let you be the host of the show. uh, I see what you're doing with that. I think we should call it. uh, uh, Right as I was about to review it. I mean, that's insane. Well, folks, uh, it's a new year, new episode, but some things never change. And this is one of those times because a reminder, folks, when the alarm goes off, it is simply a segment that we like to call our ambush alert, baby. That's right, folks. The ambush alert where we dive into all the alumnus of this university and recap what they are doing as it stands at this moment. And folks, you know... We have a two for one deal because I'll tell you what, folks, there have been, there are a lot of times where you might hear about a so called, uh, power couple to say the least. Well, today we have a power couple that made some news in more ways than one. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him as number 27 on the football field that played with ETBU until 2016. You might know her as number 22 on the ETBU softball team, who was a core member of the 2014 squad that made it all the way to the uh, College World Series and is one of the ETBU's most all-time home run leaders as well, an All-American as well. We're talking, of course, about Jamie Perez and Jordan McNeil, or soon-to-be J&J McNeil. Ooh, you don't mean. I do. He got the ring. He's got the ring. Uh, He's got the ring right here, and it's actually (laughs) on her finger. So go ahead. So on December 18th, just before Christmas Day, that is, um, they were in uh, Baker, West Virginia, and that's when he popped the big question, and Jordan McNeil proposed to Jamie Perez, and as fate would have it, they are currently engaged and uh, it's going to be uh yeah kenny a <laughs> lot of excitement on that Woo! And all right i i can't wait you know to 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 talk about you know how the plans are going to go when the big wedding is going to go down but uh they're engaged and right now mr mcneil is actually on the the coaching staff at austin p uh, college with former etbu head football coach scotty walden and Quarterback extraordinaire, Brian Baca. A one-time member of our ambush alert as well. Absolutely. I mean, I guess maybe Brian Baca had a good way of recruiting former uh, soon-to-be ambush alert members to join his squad as well. But, (laughs) of course, Jordan McNeil, an incredible running back, certainly one of the all-time greatest uh, players in ETB history. He was part of our all-time Tigers team as well in the running back position. You know, you think back to when he was – 
at a strong running back after Kendall Roberson left uh, following the incredible 2015 season. But Jordan McNeil, of course, a big congratulations to him for the job as well. And a special congratulations to him and Jamie Perez as well. And, of course, I think Jamie Perez is still on the ETBU softball staff, but currently as the assistant coach. Yeah, yeah, she is. And uh, we're going to uh, have her around here for the next uh, couple of seasons. I can't wait to see uh, how the softball team does as well. They finished 15-0 and 0 before COVID interrupted that. So That's I always hate these what-ifs, but still, we are going to be excited to see the softball team have a strong season, we hope, as they'll get started down in February as well. So, our ambush alerts for today, Jordan McNeil and Jamie Perez. Well, folks, that is going to you know, conclude our ambush alert segment. Now it's time for the interview with the one and only uh, Christian Adams, who we like to call Cheap. So, stay tuned for that. Folks, it's time for the part of the show where we get to interview an ETBU athlete. And, folks, I've been dying and waiting for this one for quite some time after, uh, well, let's just say something that happened over uh, the holiday break as well. Uh, you know, one of the things we take pride at ETBU is we obviously like to make our athletes uh, promote them in a very positive light as well. But sometimes athletes do certain things, make great plays that often get recognized nationally. And in the case of our next guest, uh, he made a big play, of course, that not only made it on to the national stage, but was also the number one play on SportsCenter's top 10. I'm talking, of course, about ETBU men's basketball player Christian Adams, or Chi, as he likes to be called. But Christian, uh, or Chi, it's good to have you on the show and hope that things are going well with you as of now. Oh, yeah, it's going good. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. We'll get into all that in just a moment. But, you know, Christian, just kind of talk about, or Christian, I mean, Chi. Oh, don't worry, I'll get it right. Um, you just kind of, uh, you're starting to kind of, how have things been going as far as the men's basketball team? Obviously, as far as getting along with, you know, the newcomers and obviously with the new coaching staff, just kind of getting into the new system and everything. Just talk about what it's been like having to play with uh, under Coach Lovell's offense or Coach Lovell's system as opposed to, you know, Coach Curran's system as well. Uh, I really I really like uh, Coach Lovell's system. I like how it's real spaced out. Everybody gets a a real good driving kick, and the more driving kicks we get, it's easier to score. It's real hard to stop the more we get into it. And uh, playing with the new guys, you know, they're all cool. We're all bonding real well. Uh, as of recently, we, we've really started to come together and, and do a whole lot more as a team. And uh, I can I believe that we're going to go really far in the future. Absolutely. And Kenny can talk about the, the, the team stuff. I'm going to talk about the play. I want to talk about that dunk, man, because <laughs> – our colleague Stephen Featherston was texting us. We were on the road on the way to Abilene, and he was texting us about the play. He said, man, I just saw the craziest dunk of the season. It was Chi, and he went, got the footage, showed us, man. I've probably watched it about 20 times now. Man, just walk me through that moment. What did that feel like to put a facial on Somebody in the game. And the guy was like 6'10", 6'9". So it was a big dunk. Uh, honestly, I really didn't think he was going to slide over. So, like, it was like a fast break. Tevin threw the ball to me. And in my head, I already knew I was going to dunk it. And so I loaded up. <laughs> and then I, I saw he slid over. So I cocked it back just in case he jumped. And he just stayed down. And then once I saw it go in and him slide, I was just like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. One of my favorite parts was the fact that um, 
I don't know if you saw kind of the video afterwards. I'm sure you, you have seen it, but the guy in the stands knew exactly what was coming, man. And there was nothing he could do to stop it. Anybody could do to stop it. How do you feel in that moment like that? Uh, during the moment, I just felt like that was, that was like a real, real big momentum changer. It like just boosted our momentum like crazy. And then like after like going back after the game and watching the film and seeing everybody's like different reactions and stuff, it like really showed that that, that really was like a big momentum booster. <laughs> now, obviously, you know, you played your game and then, of course, on your way back, you started to kind of get a lot of uh, notoriety and attention because, you know, when we tweeted that out, it was blowing up big time. I mean, this was the highlight that was getting a lot more attention, blowing up more so than any highlight that we had ever tweeted as well. But, you know, take me through the story. I want to get the reaction of the players on the bus. Like, you're driving back. I don't know where you were, but it was probably late at night. And you're driving back, and then all of a sudden, you find out that you just made number one on Sports Center. What was the mood like on the bus, and how were you feeling in that particular moment? Uh, whenever I found out, uh, everybody was just relaxing, really. Everybody was just talking uh, about the game and then just, you know, that specific play. And then whenever I found out and then told everybody, it was like just a, a big roar. Like everybody was just yelling. Everybody was just excited that uh, I made it to Sports Center and then even got number one. <laughs> wow. And, and honestly, how, how many times have you actually watched that play? It's got to be about 100, right? Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But um, so growing up, you know, learning the game, following basketball uh, for most of your life, what was that one player that you kind of, you know, grew up watching? Who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, mine, it was, it's always going to be Derrick Rose before mm -hmm. injury. Wow, okay. It's always going to be Derrick Rose. Uh, like just growing up, I always like tried to mimic him. And he was just very explosive. And then whenever I realized I started dunking, I just kind of realized I, I was very explosive too. And it's just, I don't know, I just always got love for Derek. Oh, wow, man. That's that's impressive. Very, very impressive. But you guys right now are kind of on a, a little bit of a, uh, of a roll here as far as getting deep into the season. So you have a game coming up here uh, against a non-conference opponent, then you jump right back into conference. Is that tough mentally preparing for a conference team and then having to prepare for a team that you never heard of and then getting right back into that? Uh, Honestly, I feel like it's not that different. You just kind of have to go into each game, like, saying it's important because, you know, we all want to win. But uh, once we found out that uh UTD game was canceled and then we got another one, we were excited because we just love to play. But we definitely are ready to get back to conference after uh, tomorrow. Absolutely. And one of the things that I think always stands out about you is like when you talk about your ability to dunk, you know, the warm up dunks where you kind of like to show off in a way. I feel like if there was an NCAA slam dunk contest for D3 players, this would be the guy I would put up for a dunk contest <laughs> oh, as well. Yeah. Does that kind of like get you sort of fired up as a way to kind of, you know, get down? Does it get the crowd uh, or your teammates excited anytime you do something like that, even if it's just a warm up? Uh yeah, usually I try to do it just because uh my teammates' reactions and and I noticed it like boosts them and kind of gives them a lot of energy to go into the game and so that's why I try to always do it like uh right before we go in I always throw it up and then go get it and we all jump in the air when I dunk it just uh, something just to give us energy right before the game uh, absolutely and you know Kenny kind of talked about it you know if we had an all conference you know uh, dunk contest or something like that you think we should um 
talk to the commissioners and kind of get that <laughs> get that rolling at some point because that's something I would want to see for sure. Yeah, I feel like that that'd be uh, real real fun, real exciting. I definitely want to do it just to see. If I would win, who 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 would go? I think you'd definitely be up there. That's that's a tough one. I feel like I don't know. Like I know we've seen Charlie Cochran dunk or so, but I don't know if he would have that sort of athleticism that she has in a way. Um, I think Logan might have thrown down some as well. So I don't know. I feel like he's she's probably the only representative we might have. It's just a matter of. Who, which of the other teams in the conference would ha- send their best dunkers to go up against Chi? Hey, let's get it all together. Maybe after the season, maybe we should do something for charity as well. So yeah. I don't know, but well, Chi, obviously, uh, great to talk to you as well, and we, you know, wish you the best of luck for the rest of the season as well. Obviously, you know, you've definitely been a thrill to watch throughout your time time here, and obviously, getting to see you on Sports Center, especially with in front of all those incredible plays that made it from ten to two to have a D three player. Uh, number one. That's always a tremendous honor as well. So thanks once again for being here. Congratulations. Thank y'all for having me. Absolutely. That is Chi Adams as well. Next up, folks, we have our juiciest topic on the show, the Juicy's Comments, where Mark T. Robinson finds out what was said from the head coaches. Stay tuned. All right, man. Appreciate it, bro. That's it. A lot of fun, man. Hopefully you can throw one down again before uh, yeah. the season's over, man. That was... Yeah, no, I'm hoping for it, too. That was crazy. But, uh, but, um, but at first, Steve said he didn't know. Uh, when, when he was texting us, he said he didn't get it at first because he wasn't recording at the time. Oh, yeah, they had it going to the uh, yeah. stream. Yeah. I was like, man. I was like, oh, that was, we can't miss that. Yeah, they were, they were telling me at halftime, they were like, yeah. you're, you're literally blown down. There are several traditions in East Texas that just seem to stand out from the rest. At Juicy's, we'd like to think we're one of them. Our chicken fried steak sandwiches and 100% choice ground beef burgers have been traditions at our tables for over 25 years. I like quality and freshness and service with a smile. I like my burger done juicy style. Man, that's juicy. And now, folks, comes the part of the show where we go right on a spy mission. We are not James Bond. We are not Harry at the spy. We're certainly not the uh, Hardy Boys, Secret Seven, uh, Beverly, or I forget all the other ones. But still, we are... (laughs) Going right into the spy comments with our favorite spy of Marty Robinson, who provided our comments for this edition, courtesy of our sponsor at Juicy. So this is the Juicy's comments section. And Mark, you talked about it a little bit in the first part of the show. Who do you got this time? Yeah, well, as you know, I go rogue from time to time and roam about the athletic department and uh, find unsuspecting victims to be interviewed for the podcast and i found three of these unsuspecting victims and those three are head women's basketball coach we talked about it earlier blake arbogast head men's basketball coach chris lovell and they're starting their season this weekend head men's and women's cross-country coach natalie bach prather this is what they had to say Um, I've said it all week, um, last couple days, we have to be ready to go. Um, uh, Polly there, their coach, has done a phenomenal job always having them ready. Um, 
and they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough defensively. They're going to be hard to score on. They're going to scrap and fight. And um, It should be fun because it's going to be two great teams going at it. I don't know if a lot of people believed um, we would be in, in this situation. Honestly, I don't think any coach, especially in their first year, would say, hey, I'm going to be undefeated 10-0 in January or whatever. But, um, you know, there's something special with this group. Um, and a lot of people would say, oh, was that the McNeese game? No, Mark, it was when we got on the bus to open up season going to Piedmont with 10 girls, five of those 10 being freshmen playing their first college game ever, um, and then two of the other five being quarantined for two weeks beforehand. So when we went out there and, and competed and, and beat two really good teams, I knew right then that these girls were all in and there was going to be something special this year. And well, you know, coming off our first co- two conference games, you know, one point away from being 2-0 in conference, it's kind of disappointing loss on Saturday, but trying to just bounce back. You know, we're, we're scheduled to play uh, Dallas on uh, Thursday night. They have paused activities due to COVID, and so it left an opening in our schedule. And so we, we had a game left to get uh, for the season for a full schedule, so we reached out to UNT Dallas. Uh, they, they've been great to, to want to play a game, and so we'll be hosting them, playing an out-of-conference game here tomorrow night on Wednesday. And the reason we're doing it is just to try to stay in rhythm. Of, of the Thursday, Saturday, even though we're playing there on a Wednesday, just to kind of stay in rhythm and to try to keep building and, and hopefully get better. You know, I think the more games we play, uh, the more we get to figure out where we're uh, coming up short right now. Yeah, it's definitely going to be weird, and I think it's it's thrown everyone for a loop, but I think we're going to have fun with it. It's a great way to kind of dive in and um, get the runners ready. Um, if anything, get them excited and ready for track, and this is kind of our warm-up for that. Um, it definitely will be a little bit more difficult, but we don't run until the middle of the day, and all of our meets run at the middle of the day um, this season, so I think that that will help, and we should be fine. Yeah, and just talking to him, it's going to be a big weekend uh, for both basketball teams. The men are going to take a break from ASC play, but then they jump right back into it on Saturday, and the good thing that head coach Chris Lovell said is that the reason they scheduled this game, even though it's a non-conference, is just to keep the team in the rhythm of playing during the week and then playing again on the weekend. So, you know, I think that was a, a smart heads-up move from him. And with his connections in Dallas, was able to get a quick game. So we're going to see how that uh, pans out for them. And for the women's team, this is going to be the first time for head coach Blake Arbogast that he's going to be at the helm taking on UTD. And the reason why I say that is because UTD has always been – ETBU's, you know, rival, one of their big rival matchups, along with, of course, the matchup with Letourneau, but more so this one, because these are teams that are usually around this time of the year, very, very evenly matched. And this is around the time where this is kind of the make or break games as far as, you know, who's going to be that powerhouse in the ASC. So we're going to see how that game turns out, how the women are going to respond here. And, and finally, Coach Prather, you know, she still has to figure out where the team is going to be in terms of, you know, the conditioning, because that's usually the first question after having several, you know, weeks off, six weeks off from practicing, running. A lot of that stuff you got to do on your own just because, you know, track, cross country, that's the type of sport it is. But it's going to be interesting to see how they respond to this Texas challenge. Again, big things are supposed to be coming from this program. So, This is going to be the first test this weekend in Austin, Texas. So, guys, if you're not doing anything, 
keep up to date with all things ETB Sports related this week. And a piece of advice for the cross-country team, if you don't know what to do, just follow Mac Broussard, and he'll lead you away. <laughs> but, of course, obviously, the Tigers do have some good runners on there, and they're getting their first taste of running as well. Folks, we are going to stay tuned. Uh, we're going to come right back with our final thoughts. So stay or stick around. And that concludes the first episode of 2021 on the Texas Tiger Podcast. Looking for more excitement and fun for this season, even though it will be an interesting one. Because how many times in your life have you ever had fall sports merge into spring sports along with winter due to nobody's fault except for just some unfortunate circumstances? Never before and hopefully Never again as well. But before we go, we like to thank our sponsors as always. Dairy Queen of Marshall and Hallsville, Whataburger, Marshall Ford and Chevrolet, Maverick Chevrolet, and Juicy's Hamburgers and Tacos as well. Great sponsors to have, whether you're hungry or you need your car looked at or new tires as well. Definitely an exciting time as well. So, well, Mark, uh, we're finally back. We're back to rocking and rolling around here at ETBU. Uh, any final thoughts for this one before we go? Actually, I have a couple final thoughts. Number one... I'm getting kind of hungry the way you were reading those sponsors off Juicy's Hamburgers. I could use one right about now. And big shout out to Marshall Hometown Tire for giving me a new battery just before the holidays. Uh, so, oh, yes. They, they do great Top-notch service, service man. I'll Absolutely. Can't forget about Marshall Hometown Tire as well. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. For Mark T. Robinson, I'm Kenneth the K-Rock Klein. We hope you guys are still recovering from the snow that we had a while back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that it did snow. Of course, it's a once-in-a-lifetime. Actually, last time it snowed was two years ago here in Marshall, but that's a story for another time. But we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we look forward to being back with you next time on the Texas Tiger Podcast. And so, so far here, we say goodbye, so long, and go Tigers. For the first time in 2021. This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.